Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah! I don't know what it is, Slee, but the Adele thing really caught me flat-footed today. I, I don't know if we haven't heard it in a while or... I don't know, but that that one really caught me by surprise and, and made me chuckle a little bit. I'm not quite sure why today was the day, but it is. When do pitchers and catchers report? <laughs> never, maybe. You know, that, that maybe never. We may be talking about Russell Westbrook in June. We may, we may be talking about this going on for uh, for the foreseeable future. It is a it's a good day, Al. They, they, Where are they, the Kings in the standings? <laughs> not good. They're, nope. they're, they're they're kind of on the periphery. They, they're 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 in the middle of a rebuild. Let them. I can't. Let them I can't do their even. Thing. I can't even. While I'm trying to take the attention off of one thing, bring up anything else that's positive. Rams. I brought up two things. Why well, I brought up two things. Rams I brought up baseball. Bowl. Brought yeah. up baseball, and you said they may never play again. <laughs> I brought up the Kings. You're like, no, it's a complete rebuild. I, I was going to go NFL about as Trevor the third Bauer? choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we could jump right into that. That's a, a super go. light and fun topic that we can yeah. start the show with. Um, it's a good day, Al. You heard, you heard it right there. It's National Pizza Day, so that means there's going to be pizza about – uh, there's going to be opportunities to eat pizza. Um, we're in Super Week. We got just four days to go until Super Bowl 56. That's really good news. Uh, it's an Ask Slee day, and I don't say this very often, but here we are at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And you don't have to send anymore. I'm good. I- I've got more than enough to get through Ask Slee. If you want to send them, we could kick out some of the other ones, but I feel pretty good about it. We can still do the calls 877 710 ESPN, but uh, everything's coming together pretty nicely on a Wednesday. So this is um this is like a real day. Like this you know you say it's National Pizza Day. Yes. Like this is a real day. There, there, there's so many National other ones. National Carrot Cake Day wasn't a real day? It was okay. It was <laughs> all right. And I'm a carrot cake fan, but there's so many, you know, what was the one? Homemade soup and the other National one was like, Flag Kite Day. Fly yeah, fly high, dark chocolate day. Like this well, is an well, actual. Let's not, let's not get be so quick to judge dark chocolate day. That's a no, no. I'm, good day. Again, I'm a fan of dark chocolate, <laughs> but this is like this is a real day. You know, this <laughs> yeah, no, if it's in the top, it's it's one of the top ones for sure. It's pizza. Who everybody likes it, right? Have you ever met somebody in your life that's like, nah, man, not pizza. I don't like pizza. Like every once in a while, no, I, I don't know a, if I have a taco yeah. person or a burger. Eh, it's not really okay. I guess I don't get it, but whatever. I've never run into somebody. That's anti-pizza. Like there are a lot of regular season games, right? You got the grind of baseball, 162 games, 82 games that come into the uh, uh, the NBA. National Pizza Day, that's not regular season. Like this no, is playoffs, playoffs <laughs> everybody's watching, everyone's got there. And this is the elite of the elite. So this is, yeah, it's a solid day. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And now we have a problem. So okay. I'm, I'm in studio today. 
Yep. And I'm chatting, chit chatting with Greg, and we're getting a cup of coffee. By the way, the coffee's back. The the good Hawaiian type is is back. So tell the story of what happened. Just real quick, what happened to the coffee? Because we had it. We had an issue. We had 94 different brands, well, and all of us were only <laughs> drinking one coffee. There are multiple varieties, right? Yep. And, and there's there's Hawaiian, there's Italian, there's French, there's there's flavored like hazelnut, there's there's vanilla. donut shop vanilla. Mm-hmm. There's all these different things, but yeah. You and I and Greg are really the only people that drink this coffee, and we all like the same thing. So we went through all of the Hawaiian. There was one brand. It was the Hawaiian one. Yep. And then we went through the uh, the Italian, the espresso roast. Then we went through the French roast until we were down to like some stuff that wasn't great. But it's it's been restocked. We're ready to go. But we were complaining because there were a lot of boxes of coffee left. We were just not choosing to drink that coffee. Exactly. So then when we tell Trish, who's the greatest person at the radio station, Trish, we have a little bit of a situation here. We ran out of the coffee we drink. She's like, well, what about all the other coffee? And all of us didn't really have that good of an answer. <laughs> yeah, we don't like that type. We, I mean, yeah. we, we, we muscled through it. We got through most of it along the way. But so we're, Greg and I are getting our coffee. And Will, who works here at the station, he's in fact training on the show today, um, comes through the front door. And I noticed he's got his mask on. And I noticed like above his eyes, he has almost like what looked like painted on eyebrows above his real eyebrows. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of a different look. That's not something that... I'm used to seeing. And I look a little closer and I notice that his skin has kind of this orange hue to it. And then I look even more closely. Ow. He's got his face painted like a tiger, a Bengal tiger. He's got a Cincinnati Bengals hat on. He's got a Cincinnati Bengals pullover on, and his face is painted like a tiger. What do we do? I mean, he can't be. He's training on our show today. We got to get him out of the studio, right? That's bad. This is bad mojo. Well, what's the. What's the background here? What are we doing? I, I don't know. What's going on? Will, are you a, are you a Bengals fan? Are you like paying off a bet? What's going on exactly? No, I'm 100% legitimately a Bengals fan. Are you from Cincinnati? I am not from Cincinnati. How did you, in the in, of all the teams to land on, how did you land on the Cincinnati Bengals? So I'm a diehard USC fan. Okay, And a few sense. of my favorite players from USC got drafted to the Bengals. And Carson so Palmer. Uh, Ray Maluga. Ray Maluga, uh, sure. Keith Rivers. Okay. Taylor Mays. Oh, so you're on the defensive side of the ball, I see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Defense wins championships. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll see here in a couple of days, but I'm not going to lie. I've got like this weird tiger-looking guy lurking over my shoulder, Al. I'm I'm a little uncomfortable by it. First of all, like the whole face paint thing on Wednesday at 10 o'clock in the morning caught me a little by surprise. Well, Will is uh, good people. I had no idea. If you'd have said anybody at the station, some dude was walking in basically – Dressed and geared up in a bank. That's the last person I would have thought. I had no idea. No idea that was his allegiance there. Hat pullover. It's a lot. And while you say he's good people, I'm going to pretend that. Well, he's yeah, not. I know. At least for you, at right least now. for the next couple yeah. of days, he is my uh, he is my enemy until we get to the end of uh, swing Super Bowl at 56. him, bro. <laughs> when you guys are in the hallway, just swing at him. I'm just going to make life as difficult as possible. I don't even know how to you do would that. Miss, you'd hit the wall. It'd break you'd my have knuckles. A fraction. <laughs> What happened to Trav? Why is Trav in the cast? Well, well, Sliwa <laughs> told him to swing at will, and then and he missed, and he hit the wall. Didn't go great. All right, so we're doing what we've been doing for the last uh, week or so. 710 has your tickets to see the Battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour during our show, Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap, for the Super Sounder. When you hear it, be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you will qualify to win a pair of Super Tickets for the big game, the 710 Super Ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. So, okay, 
we're giving that away as well. We also have tickets to the Bud Light Super Music Fest, Miley Cyrus and Green Day this time. So if you are into either Miley Cyrus. By the way, that's a weird mix of people to go see on yeah. the same day. She's gone punk now. Li- she's, she's a punk artist She's punk, now. bro. Not, you not, don't know that she's punk? I, I'm, I, I'm Hannah Montana. I, I that when, when Hannah Montana was on, my daughter was a Hannah Montana person. She would watch the social. So for me, she will always be Hannah Montana. A little, little typecasting for her for Her l- second to last album. Fire. Unbelievable. Fire. Just it actually was, though. Like, I, that's my favorite fire. album. It, it's, it's been critically uh, disproved, but it's fine. <laughs> critically disproved, but it's fine. Trap, please do me a favor. Yeah. Moving forward, yeah. use fire a lot more. <laughs> please. Please. You like that? Well, not only did I like it, you used it at the perfect time, too. You know, like, that, was, hey, look, that wasn't oh. a... You're using it. You're not sure. You've heard this word being used. You just don't know when to use it. That was. <laughs> That's not even close to the precise truth. timing. That was precise timing. I, of when I don't to use know it. if you know this about me or not, but I am obscenely hip. I am That's just cap. absolutely on fire when it comes Fact. to all of these things. I've got yep. I've got it locked down. My my children have <laughs> absolutely dialed me into all the latest vernacular and hip sayings. So I can well, just drop actually, them whenever probably, you want probably helps because your kids yeah what you could have what would have been better is if you said that is fire like if you said it like <laughs> that's that, very fire almost, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like, extremely hot that. fire <laughs> i can i can do it uh, all day long all right so that's okay, the good I, news can I, can I give a yeah. quick shout out here real quick to who so yesterday <clears throat> lakers and the bucks remember a couple weeks ago we gave out tickets to i think it was maybe it was even last week we gave away tickets to we the do. lakers bucks game right so tommy sends me a text he's like hey Come up to the suite. We have one of the winners that uh, won the tickets on your show. So Ian, um, a listener of the show, kept calling in, blah, blah, blah. Had no idea what tickets he won tickets for. His fiance I always love that. <laughs> is from Wisconsin. Oh, as wow. in he knew he knew it was Laker tickets. Okay. He just had no idea who they were going to be playing. His, no big deal. Um, it's just the defending champs and uh, Giannis. Just the defending but, uh, champs. No, no big deal. His fiance's from Wisconsin. She's a Bucks fan. So when I go up to go say hello to Ian, here comes Megan. His fiance. She's rocking a. You know, I think it's a Giannis jersey. I can't remember which jersey. I'm assuming it was. What, did Giannis. she and Will like call each other before? Like, let's mess with Probably. Travis Lee. <laughs> let's Probably. put on some Bucks gear, some Cincinnati gear. We'll really get in their heads. I tell her, hey, uh, why don't you take it easy on us here a little bit, as it was like 26 at that point or something along those lines. Uh, so but, about uh, halfway through the first quarter? You know, where Ian went to, you know where Ian went to high school? Granite Hills. Arcadia High. No way! 06, Arcadia High. Go Apache. You want to give a shout-out to him or to you, and we appreciate Ian and, uh, and Megan coming to the game yesterday, and uh, Megan, take it easy on us. That's great. 06 makes me feel very, very old because, uh, you know, class of 89. But uh, You were a narc. Apache. You were a narc there. <laughs> I was. I, I was the guy, hey, you know what they're doing back by the auto shop, right? They smoke cigarettes back there. You should, uh, you should go back there and get Well, them no, that's trouble. your job is to go tell them to stop. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that dude's a sophomore. <laughs> I I would have made a good like Bobby Brady and the Brady. I was the hall monitor. I had the sash, and I just I'd walk around <laughs> narking people out. Next year he's going to be a junior. Yeah, we know that. That's how it, that's how it works. Is the fact that you opened up with spring training mean that you finally seen the light? Mean mean that you finally come around to where Man. Travis was five months ago? Did you have you finally come on board? No way. It's ugly. I, I don't know how oh, it's about to, to get it. much worse. If, if, if after what Russ said after the game last night is the beginning of this, it's about to get much, much worse. So we wanted to do this. I had mentioned a couple different times that, 
hey, one of the advantages, one of the advantages is the final 28 games of the year, you got an incredibly tough schedule. So let's see the Lakers versus good competition, tough competition. Trev, before they played the before they played the Bucks yesterday, if you remember, it was you needed the fourth quarter end of the game to beat the Blazers. We know where they are in the standings. You lost to the Clippers. They didn't have PG and Kawhi. Lakers didn't have LeBron, but they had Russ and Anthony Davis. You lost that game by one. And then you had the game against the New York Knicks. Fell behind by 20. Everybody's there. Right. You need overtime to go beat the 12th place Eastern Conference Knicks team. So what the Lakers have continued to show us all season long is, hey, we are not – this is our level. This is where we are. We play with teams like this, and those games are tough. I've been one to kind of, all right, well – if they start playing good competition, we're basically just going to get one or the other. We're going to find out whether the Lakers this season, you could pretty much call it a wrap or you know what, even though their record doesn't fully represent that they could be dangerous as the season progresses. They were down 30 yesterday against the Bucks. 30. Um, <clears throat> you had the crowd in the audience, not just booing, you know, I know at times at Russ, they're just booing at the product. Uh, everything that we thought, we everything that we thought Maybe there could be, let's see how the Lakers play against uh, some of the stiff competition. That wasn't the case at all. We come back, let's do a couple things. I think there are a lot of, there's a lot of sound from post-game yesterday with Russ that I want you to take a listen to, and we'll let the listeners take a listen to, make a react It's on it. really explosive stuff. It, it, is, it is incredibly incendiary, and it is the beginning of what is about to get very, very ugly, I think, over the next couple of days before we get to the trade deadline, which is, I guess is tomorrow at noon. And the trade deadline is tomorrow at noon, plus uh, whatever con- conversation we're having about Giannis and AD, that's going to come to an end. All right, that's all coming up. Trav and Slee, 710 ESPN. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I believe there is pizza that will arrive uh, to the studio here at some point during our show, Al, which is very, very good news for me, a little bit less good news for you, Emily and I and Taylor, and um, I don't know if I'm going to let Will have any, but may- maybe Will can have the crust after I don't finish it. He can uh, he can have that, but there, there's going to be pizza today, Slee. It's the right thing to do, you know? We got uh, National Pizza Day, Pizza Hut, a big partner here of the show, so uh, of the station, really. Um, I think I have. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I have pizza being delivered here as well at around noon. Ooh. So, um, you get your own pizza. That, you yeah, may be winning this game if you get listen, all the pizza listen, to yourself. Listen, you do you. <laughs> I got my own thing going on. You handle what you have. Maybe maybe you'll be capped at two slices. It's a little bit different here in the Sliwo residency. <laughs> You're going big. Um, apparently, Emily has family. The 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 Hebels and the extended Hebel clan have weird pizza habits. Like Emily, we've talked about that she likes no was it no cheese or no sauce, Emily? No sauce. No sauce. And then floor pizza. And floor pizza. <laughs> so we've got that established. And 
Emily has a cut. You said it was your cousin M that yeah, doesn't a, like pizza. Yeah, I have a cousin Josie who grew up, and she. I'm gonna name her because she's that crazy. I, I don't <laughs> you care. If put she her listens. on blast. But uh, see she, how I did that sleep. <laughs> I, not only it was Taylor Swift's second album, Fire, but <laughs> I, Emily is also putting her cousin on blast. You yep. also missed the Miley Cyrus coming in too. We had a good old punk Miley Cyrus. Regardless. I celebrate the early Miley Cyrus catalog, <laughs> not the late part. But yeah, my cousin just is one of those people that only eats like chicken nuggets at restaurants, like chicken nuggets, and oh, she's like shows she's. 28 now? Like 30? Okay, we're going to need to bring in some sort of counselor to figure out what happened to to have a 28-year-old. Is it a woman you said, Josie? Yeah, my my older cousin. Okay, 28 years old and she only eats chicken nuggets? That's unusual. She's a mom of three now and she still only eats like chicken nuggets. She doesn't, uh, when we get pizza, she doesn't like the pizza. You got anything on this? (laughs) No, I tried thinking if I had anything, any angle at all. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to let you guys kind of... That's I, I. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of fascinated by this entire topic of like. I get when you have kids and they kids go through where like they only eat green things or or whatever it is. They they go through weird phases and you just put whatever's on the plate and eventually they'll get hungry enough and they're gonna eat it. It's not a big deal, right? But. An adult only did? Okay, we'll, yeah, we'll, so. we'll, we'll peel the onion on that uh, a little bit. It's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Okay, so I, I want to I play this from Russell Westbrook because after the game, Russell Westbrook did not play in the fourth quarter, right? Yep. And the one stretch of the game where it looked like the Lakers were making a little headway was in the fourth quarter where they turned, I think it was a 22-point deficit into a 10-point deficit. They went on, I think it was like a 23-9 to run, something like that. And Russ had nothing to do with it. He was out of the game, and Russ was not very good again last night. And this is what he said afterwards. I hope I got that answer for you, brother. I wish I did. I shouldn't have to hit any benchmark, to be honest. I put a lot of work in. I got a lot of respect in this game. I, I don't have to hit a benchmark. I shouldn't have to. Um, I earned the right, you know, to be in closing lineups. I mean, I, you know, numbers will tell you. I don't have to explain that, but like I said, once again, that ain't my decision. That's the decision that he um, and the staff think is best for the game. Okay. I'm going to put aside the I told you so thing. We'll get to that later. I'm going to do it. I'm just not going to do it right now. But this is kind of what you and I were talking about, Al, that you, you said this a couple of days ago. Let's play the guys that are playing well and give us the best chance to win a game on any given night. What Russell Westbrook is saying in that cut right there is, hey, you need to take into account everything I've done in my career. I've been an MVP. I've won, I've been on 10 all-star teams or whatever the number is. I've been one of the best players in this league. I shouldn't have to prove myself. Wrong, dude. Wrong. You absolutely have to prove yourself because we're getting down to that point of the season where it, it, it we're just about out of it, right? And you you have not played well in the majority of these games. You absolutely have to earn your way onto the court at the end of the games. And that he doesn't get that is a perfect example of my number one worry about this. He is who he is. And this, I don't have to hit any benchmarks. I'm Russell Westbrook. I should play is terrible terrible news for the Lakers so I I think you know there's a a lot of different storylines to Russ here's the unfortunate part about this season everybody thinks it's only Russ Lakers were down 30 points yesterday they gave up 78 points in the first half most ever at home ever if ever ever. that's right I I actually didn't even and that's with the Bucks I think missing seven or six or seven free throws in the first half they should have had over 80 points I say that because it's a it's a interesting, juicy topic slash conversation that we have with 
with Russell Westbrook, that this conversation is going to continue and continue. And yesterday is another example of some different layers. Lakers are three games below 500. Russ has something to do with that. Russ also is um, the team giving up 78 points to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Lakers making a run in the fourth quarter when the game was completely over. I don't put as much stock specifically on Russell Westbrook. Okay, Russ making a case that he should be playing at the end of the game. I would pay more attention to a close game against the Knicks where you're no, when you don't come in in an overtime game and it's a, you know, the game is tied. You're going into overtime. Russ doesn't play in that game. That, to me, is a much bigger deal than they're yesterday. Both deals. They're, they're both huge deals. They're yeah. not using him at the end of games is a huge deal. That is, yesterday, to me, wasn't as big of a deal as the game against the Knicks because it's, this is it. Like, you're, you actually got a chance to win the game or not, and the final five guys, you're not one of those players. I know they came back a little yesterday, tried to make it. Milwaukee was up. The, the, they were goofing it's around. It's very natural they when you get disinterested in the game when the game is over, and the game was over the entire time. Um, but that he doesn't get that, Al, that's why it's such a big deal. That he does not understand what's happening. That he cannot accept the fact that he's in a place in his career where his style is not what is needed. That You've been saying it from the beginning. Hey, if he'll just do a little less, if he'll just do something a little different, he just made it crystal clear I'm Russell Westbrook. This is what I do. Why am I not out there? He said to the guys after the game, you know, he was, I'll, I'll play it for you. What did he say to LBJ and, and AD when he was uh, coming off the court? He kind of leaned over and whispered in their ear. So what did he say? Just keep their head up. Keep playing. Tough night. And I told him I wish I could help him. Unfortunately, I wasn't in the game to be able to help them. Um, and that's why, I, you know, why I came here to be able to help them out. So unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that, you know, for them. But it's, that's not my call. Um, I can be there. You know, as a leader. In other words, it's not the coach. It's it's the coach. It's not me. It's not my decision not to be out there. No, it is your decision. You played your way onto the bench. It's entirely your decision. So I, I I'm gonna I feel for us in a way, like in a weird way. I kind of feel for us. Listen, is the guy making forty four million dollars this year? He is. Does he have forty seven million lined up in the bank next season? He does. Sounds is he nice. a prof- is he a professional athlete that gets? Um, special, special treatment that just comes with the territory and the job and everything else. Man, if I'd have told you before the season started that, okay, the rusting doesn't work out, that's one thing. But for it to go the way it's going, for us to get to a point where it's two home games in a row where Russ is getting booed by his own That's crowd. just respect, Al. That's <laughs> just respect. I don't know about you, but I really know people respect me when they boo my when my closest confidants boo me. That's outstanding. I think it's even that stuff, you're even hearing some of his quotes that makes me feel even worse for him. And I, I say that, Trav, listen, I, I know we're in a business where people are feelings and put all that to the side. And I've said this in regards to his playing time or you got to produce. If you're producing and you feel like the Lakers are in a position where they feel like when you're on the floor, we're better off winning, then put the guy in. And that goes for everybody other than LeBron and Anthony Davis. But the <laughs> the some of the quotes coming from yesterday, I, I think we are getting a reality check of it's probably going to get worse before it gets any better. Because here's a player that at his stage of his career, Trav, you know how old Russ is? Uh, I don't. 34, 5? 33 years old. Yeah. So he's not – I mean – he didn't come to the Lakers to obviously not play at the end of games. He didn't come to the Lakers thinking that they'd be three games below 500. The Lakers didn't bring him over thinking that they'd be ninth place in the Western Conference, four games back from the seventh spot. 
in every single game. I, I'm not saying that. I, I Russell Westbrook has a lot to do with what's been wrong so far this season as well. But man, is every finger pointed at Russ after every single game as if he is the only individual that has something to do with it. And I think some of his quotes, you know, he's probably everybody's playing a little frustrated. defense. Everybody's frustrated. Yeah. The, the team stinks, and everybody's trying to figure out why. Everybody wants to blame someone else. This this is what happens when a team is bad. But there's some other things going on. There are some other stories out there, Al, that I want to get into next that this has been brewing for quite some time and that this is coming to a head very, very quickly. I mean, we're talking, what do we got, 25 and a half hours until the trade deadline. Can they do something about it? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I can't believe the Super Bowl is coming up in just four days. What's back? I'm back. With what? Stafford. Oh, you're... You hear it? (laughs) Oh, I, I didn't hear it. It's been I, like six look, weeks since I, I, I've I, I've been back on. I I've just tuned even even if you were mentioned right there, I didn't hear it. I just I hear I hear my own name and that's about it. I, I've I've had a finely tuned ear. You know, like a musician can tell if an instrument is out of tune like right away. Just just yep. like one single note. Nope, that's not what I need. Mm-hmm. That's me with my name on the radio. I only hear my own. Once you hear your name, your mind then just completely shuts down. Zen. Moment of you zen. wait, and then the music comes on. You're like, okay, now I can start talking again. That's what you do. I, I didn't even hear Key's voice there a minute ago talking about our event coming up at 2 o'clock on Saturday at the Buffalo Wild nope. Wings in Burbank. You know, Key, what was Key? First pick in the draft, Super Bowl champion. What's he ever done? All-century all team in the Pac-12 in college football. I hear my name talking about the Rams, Buffalo Wild Wings, 2 o'clock, Burbank, Tip. Olive Exit by the AMC Theaters. That's the part that I hear. I get it. I get it. You don't have to explain anything else. It's Travis and Sliwa and the Rams, Janet. That doesn't make me feel nearly nearly as good. Um, okay, so we're talking about Russ, and it, it it feels like it took a real turn yesterday That because Russ is saying stuff, and, and I'm not even saying that what he is saying, he, he's well within his rights to say it. He's a star in this league, and, and I said this yesterday, Al. I don't blame him for not fitting well. I blame the people that thought he would fit well. You're bringing in a guy that does a thing that you didn't need and asking him to do a thing that he doesn't do. That's not his fault. It's the fault of the people that thought it would fit together. So when it's not working and finally the coach kind of says, you know, we can't do this anymore. And from some other reports are saying this has been bubbling up for a while that the, 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 that this wasn't working has been obvious inside the building for a while and now it's hitting the head. 
it, it, it took a turn last night. Now it's we got smoked by a really good team. Mm-hmm. We're back to three games under 500. We got another game against a really good team coming up on Saturday. Um, we are not getting any better. We've had our players back. We just we cannot hang with the very best team. And now I'm benched. Everybody's going to start talking. Everybody's going to start feeling a certain way. And this with the trade deadline coming up tomorrow as well. There's a lot of you know what happening at a very dicey time. And I wonder if everything we've talked about with can you move him, can you not move him, if that whole thing just didn't say hey hold on. Can we get him out of here by noon tomorrow? It feels like it changed dramatically in the last twelve hours. So I, I, I've kind of always been under the they're, they're not he's not going anywhere. Part of it because it's not like he's making twenty five million dollars and you're thinking, oh hey, this is an easy thing that we could go. Or you're also watching Russell Westbrook with the Lakers, and and a part of it is okay. It's more realistic that in the offseason it's going to happen. With that being said, I don't know what happens over the next twenty four hours. I don't know if you know. Look, did what, the odds what, go up in your opinion? Did did it go from there's not a chance they move him to it, they probably won't? Okay, but they might let me try. Let, let me throw this your way. Is this season in your eyes? Is this season shot? Yes. Okay. So if this season is already shot, and you decide, well, let's trade Russell Westbrook and let's give up some draft compensation in the process to sweeten a deal for another team. Um, if the season's already shot. Isn't there? Wouldn't there be hesitation to say, "Well, let's just keep that draft compensation and wait till the summer"? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. If if the additional parts of any potential deal are something that is going to make your future less likely to be successful, then I think you pump the brakes on a little bit. But if and, you I, and, and I'm just using it, the example of the Rockets one, right? Because mm-hmm. the Rockets one that was talked about and for a couple seems of weeks to be the only off ramp. Right? John, John Wall, Wall, Russell Westbrook, but the Rockets are like, "Hey, yeah, no, we we'll, we'll do that. Throw in your 2027 first round pick, which is." the next first round pick that you have is not until 2027. So I mention that because if you think the season's already shot, Taylor Horn Tucker was always talked about being traded, right? Well, if the season's already shot and Taylor Horn Tucker's at really, you'd be selling him at the low, then you might as well just keep him and wait till the summer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I understand the reason to hold on to him. You've made a case for that. The reason to get him out is there's there's a toxic presence in the building and there's never a good way to keep that around now maybe you make a different decision maybe it's not that you trade him maybe you make a, a more drastic move and you just say look we're not going to play him or, or we'll take him out of the road I, I don't know what the move is but out this this has gone from work in progress we're not healthy work in progress we got to get this guy back work in progress we got to fit to yeah this doesn't work it, it it changed in the last week it went from hey let's wait and see let's wait till yep. ad gets back let's wait till lebron gets back to this doesn't work and when 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 they start saying that publicly and lebron basically said it we it, and it's obvious it, it's not like you had to have somebody say it out it's been obvious that this doesn't work for a while but now russ is displeased with his role frank vogel doesn't seem like he, he's he's jumped into that lane of look if i'm getting fired i'm getting fired my way not your way i'm gonna play the guys that i want to play not the guys that we are supposed to be playing it changed it, it changed last night when when you heard those comments from russ when you heard the comments from lebron when you hear frank vogel say that our energy isn't good enough and it's not it's different you 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 need sometimes just to do something to try to change the mojo to try to change the culture whatever it might be so they, I think, what increases more is the is the chance of doing something because if you just say we're going to go 
Um, tomorrow at noon, the Lakers don't make any move. And whatever, I, I mentioned this at Bobby Marks when he came on a couple days ago. He talked about how it was maybe a DeAndre Jordan or a Kent Bazemore. You're freeing up a, a roster spot. You go get somebody in the buyout market. I do think because of what's – yesterday is a perfect example. Look, I, I maybe I'm the fool in this whole thing. I want to see the Lakers play tough teams because I think we really will get a gauge. We don't have to wait to the playoffs to see if the Lakers are going to make any noise or not. You got the Warriors coming up on Saturday. You still got three more games against the Warriors, two against the Suns, a couple against the Utah Jazz. I I thought yesterday was a perfect example of, well, what team are we going to get from the Lakers? The the Milwaukee Bucks played the Lakers yesterday as if they were the team that was sitting in ninth place in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. that they were the team that were hungry, they were the team that had all the expectations, and they had something to prove. The Bucks played the Lakers yesterday, and, and Coach mentioned this, that he was disappointed the way the Lakers came out. This is your chance. I asked Coach in, in the, pre, in the uh, pregame show that is a game against the Bucks. can this say something? Can this prove something? He's like, look, it's just a regular season game, but yes and no. You win, it could make some noise, but at the end of the day, it's just a regular season game. They got punched around yesterday for 48 minutes. So it, Yeah. I mean, look, I, I want to play this from Frank Vogelsley talking about the energy that I just mentioned a minute ago because th- this is the last moves of a team that is in a, a spiral, the, the coach calling out effort. You know, our energy as a, as a group isn't isn't good right now. We fought and tried to get back in the game like we did against New York. Okay, to to our guys' credit, we didn't give up on either game. We came back in one last game, came back and, and made it a game this game. You know, we got to push through, you know, whatever is is, is we're in right now. And, uh, you know, we just got to get off to better starts. Okay, you get off to a better start, okay, and then the energy of the group comes along. I, I agree with what he's saying, but the fact that we, we, we've been doing this way too long and it's time to just say what it is. We can talk about their energy isn't good, that they're, they're not fast enough. They're young. Like you watch – um, guys come in, whether it's Malik Monk or Stanley Johnson or whatever, it just looks a little quicker, a little faster. I don't know if it's any better, but it's just it's quicker. The ball moves a little bit better. And then you watch, to your point, Milwaukee's playing like they're desperate to win a game, and they're the defending champs, and the Lakers feel like they're kind of floating through it. All of these things are mostly true, that the fact that they've had injuries are mostly true. The fact that they haven't had a lot of time to, to play together as a group is mostly true. But that's mostly true of every team where guys are in and out of lineups, where you're going to have nights where there's this, that, you don't shoot well. The fact of the matter is this team isn't good enough. You did, I mean, watch what you saw last night. This isn't – They're a ninth place team. They're a ninth place team. They're a 500 team barely. When, when they went through that stretch where they were playing other 9, 10, 11 seed teams – they were good games. And then they played one team, the Milwaukee Bucks. And they got cracked. And they got the Warriors coming up on Saturday. It just kind of shows. Look, there's Trad, there's different classes in the NBA. The class that the Lakers are on in that is in that ninth area, which by the way, it's kind of crazy too. And we'll take a couple phone calls here in just a second. They are now four games behind the Timberwolves for seventh. So mm. and I, I say that because the playing tournament is seven, eight, nine, ten. You're now starting to cement yourself out of, you know, forget the whole sixth and fifth seed. You, you very well likely will be in a game where you're either on the road in the playing tournament, or you gotta, um, or you're you gotta win one. And you're hosting, yeah. Yeah, one of those. It's it's bad, and they're bad, and and it does not feel like it's getting close to turning anytime soon. Oxnard, Brian, you're on with Travis. I disagree. They're gonna blow out the Blazers tonight. <laughs> What's up, Brian? So guys, how you doing today? Um, so I was at the game last night, and it just got to a point where I was just there admiring, watching Giannis play versus LeBron. Like it was to that point, 
And I'm like, man, this game is going to go bad. It went bad since the first quarter. You can just see it was like a snowball effect. That was going on. I have that point to make. Never been in that kind of situation at a game before. But uh, the whole Westbrook thing, I grew up watching him since he was at UCLA and all that. We already knew the kind of player he was. I'm not sure anybody with a brain can see it wasn't going to fit coming in. That's just the way he plays. He's always been sporadic down the stretch. We knew that already. Why is it so surprising to it's Lakers not. that it's, it's not, not. Well, it is surprising because they're in ninth. So, Trav, to, to kind of go – I want to go back along the point that you said nobody thought this bad. If they were sitting in fourth today, I think – I genuinely think that would fall more along I, the line of somebody that didn't think it was going to fit. Not ninth. I, I think that you're being a little bit overly precise. Here's what I mean. It doesn't work for the exact reasons I thought it, was gonna, it wasn't going to work. It's just working actually worse. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was a bad fit. It turns out it is a terrible fit. But the reason it's a terrible fit are the exact same reasons I thought it was a bad fit. He, he is a one type of player player. He has played exactly the way he played last night and the night before and all season long from the moment he came into this league. There hasn't been one iota of change in his game, and to have expected him to change at this point in his career was crazy. It was crazy. Do you know the next step? And I I, (laughs) just think about how he would take this one. You're probably bringing him off the bench. Yeah. Well, Al, he got benched for the fourth quarter last night. Did he take it well? (laughs) Did did, did that seem like something he was agreeable to? Do you agree that's the next step, or not play him at all? Which seems no. I I, I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would do that because there there are toxic and they can't move him. They might not have any choice. No, they would still play him. Eh. They'd still play him. Eh. I I the the reason why I say bringing him off the bench is because everything that everyone talks about are some of his strengths. That's kind of the that's the area you're going to. It's okay. Well. If we're going to play him to his strengths, his strengths would be where he's the head of the snake. Let him have the ball. And I think you and I mentioned this a little bit yesterday. What the hell do you have to lose? I was actually I was surprised by this because I asked Michael the same question in the pre. And I thought Michael would hesitate more of like, no, you cannot ask Russell Westbrook to come Why off the bench. And, and, and Well, I think more of it had to do with the, the politicking world of it, right? Like how do you – Take I'm not Russell Westbrook. To like it, I'm, but asking him to do it, or not even asking him, telling him this is how it's going to be—that's fine. The answer was, "Yep, you got nothing to lose. You got. You might as well try it." That was kind of the answer from Michael. So it's it's going to happen, whether it happens here or somewhere. It's it's getting to a head. We're getting to the trade deadline. There's a bunch of things that are all indications are this is a failure, and it's getting worse, not better, not not even staying where it is. Benchings, chirping. Effort from the coach, all of these And you got to play good teams. And you've got to play good teams. Who are playing as if, no, 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 we enjoy every month. Giannis was playing yesterday, taking it personal against Anthony Davis. I'm like, Giannis, you were the one that had 40-plus points oh in the last matchup. Boy, oh, boy. Does that not make AD look a certain way? Watching Giannis play with that intensity. That's a different level, too. That's that a different level, too. intensity that yep. Giannis brings to the game. And then you're just you're looking at it right next to Anthony Davis. It's like, oh boy, how about, AD, how about this the caller? Is a bad look for you, buddy. How this about is the, a bad look? How about the caller saying he reached the point and he's like, I'm just going to kick back 
and I'm just going to watch Giannis because we only get to watch him a couple times a year. I get it. I understand it. You, you almost start looking at your squad and saying, well, I'm not expecting anything from them. I might as well just watch what is good basketball. It wasn't on the Lakers side. It was on the Bucks side yesterday. All right, if you're on hold, stay there. We'll get to you as quickly as we can. But coming up next is Ask Slee, and we are loaded up. That's next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. So I like to mix it up a little, Al. We're going to start with a, a phone call, asks Lee. We're going to go to Monrovia and Yvonne. Yvonne, you are on hashtag Ask Slee. What's up? So ask Lee. So if you're, Slee, if you're batting against Travis and you hit a home run, yep. do you do a bat flip mm-hmm. and run the bases? Or do you just look down, humble, and just <laughs> the you know, run the bases over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, also, bonus question for Travis, next time he goes on base, are you beating him? <laughs> next time, we'll say it again. And next time you come up to bat, am I throwing at you, I think is what he was asking. Oh, okay, so, yeah. the, Ivan, it's a great question. I, I'm doing a combination of a couple things, all right? Um, first, I'm really enjoying watching the ball go. I'm not getting out of the batter's box for a good three, four <laughs> seconds, okay? I'm watching it go. Second thing I'm doing, I'm flipping my bat. Not to my dugout, the opposing team's dugout. I'm, I'm flipping my bat towards Travis's dugout. Then I'm walking really, really slow around the bases. And the entire time, Trav, my left eye is kind of looking towards you. I want you to know the entire time. I'm stopping. You know how Tati stops at third, does yeah, his thing? Yeah, a little I'm, stutter step. I'm doing that at first. <laughs> I'm doing that at second. I'm doing that at third as well. And then, uh, and then I'm super classy when I get to home plate. I just touch the base and go back like nothing happened. You should do the Ricky nothing Henderson happened. when he broke the record for most runs scored in his career. It he was slide? actually he slid into home plate. Yeah, and it was right. a home run. <laughs> he slid in. I was. I might say terrific. something to your catcher too. I might, <laughs> Why not? I might say a couple things. No, I'm look. If Slee gets, if Slee takes me deep, that's on me. That's not on him. He gets to do whatever he wants. Hitting home runs is hard, and uh, he just did it. So he gets to he gets to pimp his home run for sure. Okay, let's start uh, right here. The reality We're, is, I 100 percent strike out. No, but you haven't seen my stuff lately. I, I think you got a chance. <laughs> uh, why is a marathon 26.2 miles and not just 26 flat? And why the hell do people have to put that sticker on their car? Hashtag Ask Slee. We are going to search this together because I'm not sure. I actually know the out. answer. I thought you might have something. Okay, why well, is let, it? Let's start because it was the different. It was the distance from the guy that ran from, I think it was Athens to Marathon in Greece mm. was 26.2 miles. That's where the distance comes from. Mm. Yes. But why okay. do we have to put the sticker on our car? I'm not quite sure. So basically a sticker as in you did a marathon? Yeah, so you've you seen them, 26.2, yeah. and sometimes... You know why? Do you want to know why? Hit me. Because they ran 26.2 miles, and you should know about it. <laughs> I don't know about you. If I ran 26.2 miles, you would know about it. Every time we start the show off, I would say something to the effect of, I ran a marathon, have you, Yeah, but and you have not. I don't have like two empty uh, pizza box stickers on the back of my car like, hey, I can take down two large pies in one sitting. Check me out. That's Not everybody can do that either. You've done a half marathon, right? I have. I think you've mentioned. Okay. I have. I, and I may have told the story before. John Chin, who works at the station, who basically cyborg. runs 47 miles every other day, uh-huh. all right? One time when I did the half marathon and I was kind of, you know, excited, I told him, this is the first time I've ever done a half marathon. John, I did it, bro. I did a half marathon. He's all cool. Now, why don't you do this? 
when you get to the end, why don't you turn around and go all the way back and make it a full marathon? Nope. And it was such a, like, I put my head down and just walked out of his office like, you did nothing, Slee, nothing. <laughs> I just go in to tell John good job and try to keep it moving because he's going to make me feel bad about myself at that point. Let's go to Jacob who says, uh, hashtag ask Slee, if the early bird gets the worm, yep. why do good things come to those who wait? <laughs> very good they're kind of opposites right i think well i i think there's there's a different meaning good things to come good things come to those who wait is more of like a patience thing right it's more of you took your time on something you didn't give up on something i think it's more references to that so you can still get up early in the morning and go handle business but at the end of the day be a little patient when things need you know you need some patience to it I could be completely wrong on on that description there, but that's that's what I take from it. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Francis in Glendale, who Mike Buddenholzer was in town last night. That's right. So you knew this was coming. Hashtag I'm not kidding. Sleep. During the game, I thought of Francis. <laughs> Anytime I looked at the TV and TNT showed him, I thought of Francis. Yeah. What's up, Francis? <laughs> hey, party people. Happy Super Bowl week. I have a couple hashtag ass sleeves. More awkward. Someone you know being your rideshare driver or someone making eye contact with you while they're singing karaoke. <laughs> and the second one is, last night, did Mike Boonholzer look like he was worried one of Russ's jump shots with him in the face? <laughs> Al? I think someone making eye contact with you during karaoke, that would get a little awkward, right? It's like, if you're doing karaoke... First of all, you should be, you know, you should be slammed. You should, you should be drunk. You're not paying attention to what's going on. You should be looking all over the place. You should be laughing. But if somebody's like actually making eye contact, I, I feel like that would be awkward. If I get into an Uber and I know the person, that it's like, would okay. be super weird, though, right? Like Al, you, you get out your phone, you dial up an Uber, and I pull up as your driver. That's not weird. <laughs> can I? Can I? Okay, I, I, I had one instance. This was years ago. I had just got out of college. I, I think I'd been a, out of college for a couple of years. And I was working at a sports station down in San Diego. And we used to have a parking pass. And the parking pass was good for a lot of the parking lots in downtown. And when I pulled up to the parking lot, some of these are going to be valet, right? The guy parking my car was somebody I knew. And that was really weird. Of it was a guy was. I knew from college. And it was like a moment of, hey, how's it going? Everything good? Cool. Uh, well, here are my keys. Give me my ticket, and I'm going to go along my way. Make sure you park it somewhere good, and maybe I'll slip you a five on the way out. It's a, it's a weird deal, to be sure. One more. Jason Levine says, hashtag Ask Slee, if this whole radio thing doesn't work out, would you consider starting an 80s cover band? If so, would it be a flock of Sleagles or Twisted Sleester? <laughs> flock of Sleagles, Seagulls. Sounds legals sounds much better. Um, I am I am not going to be starting an '80s band. Uh, I'm not going to be doing it. Trav, I know you and I have talked about maybe doing like a hip hop group. I know you, <laughs> you and I have kind of talked about that. On I, the side. I'm more leaning towards boy band, but for the two of us, as opposed to hip hop duo. But because uh, what I'm really into, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, Al. What I think is really cool and something that I like to do on the weekends is do lots of choreographed dancing with other people. Yep. I just it's really kind of the sweet spot of my life. 
I didn't know that I had that in me. I didn't know you had it in you until TikTok came out. Once TikTok came out and you and I put out as many videos as we do, I think we both realized, hey, if this radio thing doesn't work out, that's fine. It gives us more time for that. Okay, I got one more very quick one from you because this is this person's most important, um, or I should say favorite topic. This is from GFish21 who says, Slee, how many times have LeBron and Rob Palenka asked Westbrook to asphalt his own driveway this year? Hashtag ask Slee. You know what I thought you were coming with? You know what I thought you were coming with that what I was, was that? waiting for? I thought I was, was going to get a traffic one right there. Uh, you know, there was a couple of traffic ones, but they're ones that we've done fairly recently, so I, I purposely navigated around traffic. I just know that GFish21 likes that Larry Bird's career came to an end because he didn't hire a guy to pave his driveway. Which is still baller to me. It's still baller <laughs> to me. Did it end in his that, career as baller? No, I don't no, think that part that of he it's... said, I'm not hiring somebody, I do that. Dude, you're Larry Bird. baller. Hi- hire a guy, play for 10 more years. It just seems like a, a pretty easy decision in my book. Congratulations to Hector Hernandez. He uh, has now qualified for a chance to win the super tickets. Stay tuned all day long for more chances on Travis Slee, Mason in Ireland, Sedano, and Cap. Ask Slee is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California, from dining to unwinding. A trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com. All right, a member of the Rams when they went to Super Bowl 53, John Johnson III, is going to join us next at Straight Ahead on Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.